When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know who we want back? We want him back playing National Rugby League. Uh, he's playing for the Dapdo Canaries. This man had led the Cook Islands over there in the World Cup. Not many people can lead their nation, Brian, in a World Cup. Well, this man has. Uh, former Rooster, of course. Gold Coast Titan as well. Six seasons with the Parramatta Eels. Two years in the Super League for Hull KR. We're talking about Brad Takarangi, and he's on the line. G'day, Brad. Hello, boys. How are you? Oh, Tack is coming in loud and clear. Yeah. What storm, brother? So... Are you um, you're back in back in Oz? Yeah, so back in uh, Sydney now. Uh, I've been back for about two or three months. Uh, it's just great to be back in this beautiful sunny weather because <laughs> um, it's currently snowing over in Hull, so it's uh, good to be home. So, did you enjoy? Did the family enjoy it over there? Bro, we loved it. Yeah, um, we, had a, we had a real good crew um, in Hull. Beautiful Hull wasn't just Hull KR, but the Hull FC boys as well. So we had heaps of ex-Para boys over there, um, lots of kids, that, um, lots of family. So we got along really well. So didn't miss family too much until uh, we got home and realised how much the kids miss their cousins and that sort mm. of stuff. So, no, no, it was a great experience. Got to travel the world. Kids got to see different countries. So uh, very grateful for the opportunity. We're chatting with Brad Takarangi, who, uh, when he left to go over to England, Brian... Kiana would say she was his sister, yeah. but now yeah. the roles have reversed. Is that right, Brad? Oh, man. I, I go over for two years yeah. and then come home mm. and she's got a ring and I don't. So. Yeah. Uh, honestly, how proud did that make you? Nah, I was, I was honestly um, watched the game over in England. It was about 6 a.m. when it was kicked off over there and just to see her in the crowd, my old man after the game um, mm. celebrating the win was pretty special for myself, even though she beat me to one. But um, nah, very proud of her, and um, hopefully she can keep get another one in the next couple of years. Hey, Tagus, how was the World Cup? I know you you're the skipper of um, Cook Island side. How how was the experience playing against? I suppose you know all those players. And how, what about your teammates? Bro, we had a um, we had a good little crew. Um, we could have had a. If you look at all the Kukons across the NRL, there's a lot of boys that could qualify for us. Um, but unfortunately, it wasn't the way. Um, we had a great young crew, a couple of old heads in there as well. Big Napsky was um, coming late, so he, <laughs> brought <a lot> of energy. <laughs> he brought a lot of energy into the camp later on. But we had heaps of fun, man. We get a, it's always a pleasure to represent our little small country, mm. um, Cook Islands. You know, we've only got about 25,000 that live on the islands. So to go out there, we did it. We did well against Wales, got a good win there, but um, we sort of blew the next game against PNG. Then, obviously, against Tonga, we got a bit of a hiding, but it was a great experience, especially for a lot of the young boys to get out there and um, represent our country. Hey, hey uh, Tax, um, Dunny's on the text line, and quite often our agenda is set by the listener. And he says, mate, can you, he said, can you please ask Tax the story of getting sacked by Ricky? Is that, is that a story? Oh, nah, this, that's a classic, that one. Oh, well wasn't that much of a classic. I was only, um, <laughs> I was 16 years old and um, playing in the under, uh, it was SG Ball back then. So SG Ball and 
uh, Sticky came in at halftime and just ripped me a whole new one. Never met him before. Yeah. Um, never even <laughs> spoke to him before, but he came in and ripped me to pieces. I ended up going out scoring a hat trick, um, like in the second half, but that wasn't enough. He had enough and I was gone <laughs> after that. So, no, we've had a, that was a great little story that I've shared before. And, um, but that's all. It probably helped me to get me to myself, my career that I've had. Um, just, probably made me drive myself a bit harder and try to prove all the data is wrong. So, mate, you're, you're back on the field. So you're playing for the Canaries, the mighty Dapto Canaries. Are you are you travelling down there? or you, are, you say you're living in Sydney? Yeah, so I'm living in the Shire at the moment. Okay. And um, I'm actually on my way down for my first training session tonight. So I'm looking forward to seeing what the uh, Canaries is all about and meeting the boys and hopefully we can um, – do something special this year. Yeah, and you're just going to drive past the laundromat and pick up your dinner suit, I- I'm hearing. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> you don't want it, mate. Well, They'll come uh, for you. Uh, yeah. They're going to come for you, brother. I said, because um, I borrowed Fletcher's dinner suit and they were happily <laughs> so, yeah. I can't wait. Uh, as long I'm... as I don't get a finger like yours, I'll be happy. So, Takas, I went down and played with Timo in the Kiama Nines mm. about – yeah, I was about <laughs> three years out, two years out of retirement. Oh my goodness, give it like they just they come for you. Oh yeah, they just the young kids who just want to take your head off. So, um, you oh, you being the NRL, you being the NRL star, they'll come down and I hope you're prepared for that, mate. Oh, I can't wait. Um, <laughs> I didn't even think of that to be honest. So, it's gonna be uh, still got a good uh, six weeks into our first game. So, I'll be I'll be prepared by then. Can I tell you a Ricky story with uh, Jimmy Smith? Have I told you that on air before? No. So I love this. I was calling it Fox, and Kevy Walters was my co-commentator. And then just before we come on air, Jimmy Smith, he'd obviously let too much water out of the dam on this occasion, <laughs> Brian, because he'd had a big falling out, Brad, with um, with Ricky throughout the week. And I, don't, I think he was working on a rival radio station at the time. And, and he said something? He said something that upset oh, Ricky. Yeah. So Ricky yeah. was off him, right? And... So Jimmy says to us, he said, boys, can you make sure that I don't do the interviews with Ricky and someone else does it because I just, uh, we had this awkward moment during the week and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so Jimmy was our sideline eye <laughs> and I'm calling this game and on the back of the field at the Southern end, Elliot Whitehead comes off with an injury. So as you know, with Ricky Stewart, he, he will coach from the sideline and Jimmy's literally 10 oh, metres away to his left. Elliot Whitehead's come off the field and um, I've written a, written a note to uh, to Kevy, and I said, Kevy, should I get Jimmy? This is off air. Should I get Jimmy to um, go down and ask what the problem is with Elliot Whitehead? And he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. So I said, uh, Elliot Whitehead's <laughs> come off the back of the field. Uh, let's go down to the touch line. Jimmy Smith is right next to the bench of Canberra. He's going to go over towards Ricky Stewart and find out. Um, so then <laughs> Jimmy turns back to us with his hands up as if to say, what have you done? Hospital pass. No, thank you. So, that, yeah, so then what he does is, the, the far left is a bloke called JB, John Bonacera. He's like the footy manager at the time. So Jimmy is creeping up the John Bonacera, desperately not wanting to alert Ricky Stewart that he's there. And he, John, JB, JB, what's wrong with Elliot Whitehead? And then all of a sudden, looking to his left, Ricky Stewart, rack off, get out. <laughs> and Jimmy, obviously it was a language. Yeah, was he would have, he would have said rack off. No, he didn't no, say rack off. But uh, poor old Jimmy didn't get to the bottom nah. of that. Well, the good thing about Sticky, he doesn't hold a grudge. No, that's, no. That's and the then immediately team. Kevy said. Oh, you're lucky. Yeah, so, <laughs> so Kevy immediately said, let's go back down to the sideline. Jimmy's back to his chair. What did he have to say? <laughs> hey. oh, oh, yes. Hey, um, Tuckers, <laughs> so you, you're playing down there in the Illawarra League. Is there a yep. chance, like, have you closed the door completely on 
on playing in the NRL? No, I haven't, bro. Um, I'll never say never. Um, I've, I've actually just finished doing a seven-week challenge and it's probably the best shape I've been in over the last 13 years I've done, like 13 pre-season I've done. So uh, I'm definitely going to be putting myself out there that um, like if I play well and teams come knocking, that um, I'll definitely have to think about it because I don't think the door's completely shut for myself and I think I've got um, a little bit more left to offer, that's for sure. So what happens there, mate? So does your... It, I mean, you're playing down there, so St. George Illawarra would be the obvious choice. Um, is that why you, you signed down there, like playing that? Because I'd imagine that there'd be other uh, sides, because now reserve grade is, is basically back. Yeah, no, nah, it was just, so when I, it was a late decision for, for us to come home from England. And when I was coming home, I just actually spoke to a mate of mine, Jeffrey Robson. Yes, um, who's, Rob Dog. Who's a former great Danny and he had like a couple of contacts and it was just a it just happened so quickly like I spoke to a couple of clubs down here and because it was close to the shire where we're staying I just thought I'll may as well sign to go down to one of the clubs down there and just from all the training stuff I've been doing like I just won't keep the the door shut like if I'm if someone something was to pop up and a team needed me then I'd definitely put my hand up good on you mate I was just seeing here your old man played at Parramatta Brad, after all these years, uh, I've only just seen this. Yeah, so he's he played a couple of games, uh, I think it was 86 or 87, but he's actually into my sister about trying to go to Paris so that mm-hmm. they can make history. Yeah. <laughs> Father, um, son and daughter. So that's one to look out for over the next few years and see if it happens. So, Taggers, was he there in the Halcyon days. Did you say Sturlow, yeah, I've got it here. So 87 played with Sturlow and, oh, right. and all those guns there. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 Louis. Um, yeah, that's a very good pickup. So the chance to have the first Three, yeah. father, son and daughter play for the same club. Yeah, get there. What are you doing, Keanu? <laughs> Mate, he's he's into it big time. Um, yeah. He calls himself a former para-great. He... Um, I think I played, was it three games or was it yeah. four games? Well, so, so does Kenty yeah. too. Kenty says the same thing. But <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I see the great man, your old man, at, at our local. Um, my punters clubs there always get him in a headlock. So great man. He's a great fella. He's a great fella. Oh, no, good. Yeah. Um, what, uh, what's your view on the season so far, Bradley? Mate, I, th- I was very impressed with the games last, um, last week. I think I'm the same as everyone else. I was just stoked that um, – to see the Dolphins do so well, especially being a new team coming into the comp. Um, I saw their trial the week before and they were very average. So for them to come out and put that performance on, um, I think it's just great for the game. And I think it's the first time that um, all four Queensland teams have won. Well, it is the first time because yeah. it's the first game Dolphins played. So <laughs> it was good to see um, you know, a lot of teams from outside Sydney win games and especially the Warriors as well to see them back at home. Uh, playing in front of a massive crowd, I just think it's um, unreal for the game, and yeah, no, it's good. What What are you doing, mate? Are you working as well, as well as playing down there for the Canaries? Nah, not at the moment. So, oh, Kiana and Corbin have a um, they got their little business going. It's called Corbin and Kiana Athletic Development. So, at the moment, they're into all the um, the junior clubs in the Shire doing tackling programs at oh, the yeah. moment. So, I've just been. Um, doing that every Arvo. Um, they're doing really well with it, actually. So it's just good to get in there. And it used to be girls only, but there's a lot of girls and boys um, that want to do it now. So just get in there and just try and share some of my knowledge with all the young kids. 
Yeah, yeah Corbin, of course, a new mum, Bodie. Uh, not a new mum. She was mum already with young Carter, but uh, Bodie, of course. Uh, i tell you what has, yep. has been great for the game, and I don't mind saying this at all, the Polynesian influence in rugby league. So I'll, I'll give you, Brad, I'll give you an example. So we won the jersey flag at the Dragons in 1996. And this was the under-19s. Is that a Bruce? No, no. The reason <laughs> I'm saying this is there was not one Polynesian player in the grand final. No. Not, wow. Not one Polynesian player in the grand final. Either. Either team. Manly and the Dragons, wow. under-19s, not one Polynesian player. Because Manly, Manly had wow. uh, wow. usually a big Yeah, that was um, that was 1996. Okay. Not one, right? Wow. And now, correct me if I'm – well, as Sats would say, uh, Brad, correct me if I'm right, um, <laughs> there's about 60% of the NRL Pacifica players now. Is that right? Yeah, I think it's um, touching 60% now, which is – it's huge. It's massive and – so I'd imagine that even the juniors will probably be even higher. I'm yeah. not too sure. I have to check those stats. But I just think it's um, it's a great time to be of Pacific Island descent. Um, you, you look at what Samoa did in the last World Cup that just gone, what Tonga have done in the years before that. Um, I think it's just it's unreal. And what I've actually been um, trying to work on in the background also is I've heard Sonny Bill talk about, you know, trying to, break the stigma of seeing Polynesians in the media or, you know, high, high paying jobs like a head coach or CEOs and that sort of stuff. And mm. I think it'd be so good to see another Polynesian um, in the, in the media at mm. least. I think it's massive how you guys are even doing, like you guys are pronouncing the, the names a lot better as well. Like I think it's because the players are starting to dish that information to the um, commentators, but I think it's just, I think it'd be awesome to for young Polynesians coming through to see um, a bloke of Polynesian Maori descent in the um, media, or you see like always like Frank Pritchard, Willie Talao, they're starting to mm. go through the ranks in coaching. So I think it's just um, it's a step forward for us because normally, like as Polynesians growing up, we're sort of taught to be humble mm. and sort of mind our own business and that sort of stuff. But with so many kids coming through, I think if they see um, no Polynesians that's been there and done it in the media or doing coaching, um, that sort of stuff. It just gives them something to aim for later on in life. And no, this is something I'm pretty um, passionate on is trying to help our youth and hopefully we can find something in the near future um, to help them with that. Yeah, that's a good point. That, that is a good point because you're right. It's only going to get bigger at the Polynesian um, playing rugby league, obviously in, yeah. in the NRL. So, and as you say, I've, I play with Polynesians and they are quite respectful and don't want to – bordering on shy sometimes. No, yeah. well, no but to be brutally honest, if, if, if I had started – and this is a culture thing. If I'd started playing rugby league and the commentators were calling me Joel Carney, yeah. I couldn't quick enough go and correct it. But yeah. the Polynesian um, – well, well, what had happened in the past is so respectful not yeah. to challenge the – well, Felice, no. we spoke to Felice about it, and Felice said, am, am I saying your name? Right? He goes, well, you're not really, because it's Felice Gafusi, not yeah. Gafusi. And I said, why didn't, you ever, why didn't you ever bring it up at the start? And he goes, oh, I don't know. I just didn't think it was yeah. – you, you know what I mean? Yeah, but 100%. you're right. If, if there's 60% of um, Polynesians playing the NRL, it's safe to say that, that, that they, should be, they should be represented in the media. Yeah, in as, the media, well. in the coaching box, all those sorts of things. And I don't mind saying, Brian, a lot of former rugby league players, yeah, played first grade and it was tough back then. 
Yeah, it was tough back then. It was probably rougher back then, but it, I can't say it's tougher than now. And I, I'm quick Athletic, to say... Athletically, no. No. So I, I'm quick to say that I wouldn't have made it today. Like, like you're, when you were playing back in our era, you're marking me maybe, then it come on to marking Suliasi Vinavalu. It's just yeah. completely different. And and then Joseph comes along. Yeah. Suli'i. That's right. It's completely <laughs> different. What about what yeah? That's what, what you're saying. Like it, it's just that's what how we're brought up is to not challenge our elders, yeah. Not, not talk to our elders. So it's just a stigma that I would love to help break, and they can see, um, you know, ex players in the media maybe gives them a some name for once they're finished or something like that. Yeah. Well, there you go, Tackers. There, there's a uh, a job in radio for you. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. I'm getting around that. Yeah. What what um. I was going to ask you this: How did you get along? How did you get on with uh, the English food, like the the Tucker over there in England? I struggled a little bit. Oh, like it was heaps cheaper. It's a lot cheaper <laughs> than back. Then. Yeah. Give me a bit of shock when I got home and did our first grocery shop. Oh, that's off oh. its head. That's off its head when you got to. Don't go to America. How many kids you got? I've got three kids. Yeah, so heavy, heavy. I reckon it's it's five mate, it's so five hundred all day. Yeah. Five hundred a week. At least, like yeah. at least, it's terrible. But um, no, nah, the food was, look, it was it was average. They, you go to a pub for a beer and a schnitzel, and they don't even have chicken schnitzel. No, that's sacrilege. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, and I say to the pommy boys, oh, where do I get a chicken schnitzel from? They don't even know what I'm talking about. Mm. Oh, so, the, the pommy, the pommy uh, ones, the, the pommy, the pommy boys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they want, they, don't, they have no idea what it is, and they love their Sunday roast, which they were pretty good. I must admit, they were very good, but. Yeah, I, I did miss the food back home, and it's good to get some good sushi and that sort of stuff into us. They don't have the best over there. No. Hey, Brad, time flies when you're having fun. We've got to go, mate. But oh. uh, what happens in on our show when we hear, have a guest on, the listeners, if they like <laughs> them, they write Keeper. Yeah. And the Keeper message just keeps coming through. So we'll no doubt get you back, uh-huh. mate. And um, we look forward to getting you back on the run home with Joel and Fletch. Legend. Thank you, boys. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Brad thanks, Takarangi. Good um, luck with the dinner suit too, bro. Take it, it off. Isn't that a nice little thing? So <laughs> Louis and Kiana, all eels. Yeah. That, that'd be nice to see if that could happen.